0: Close your eyes and open your mind. Tell me, what do you see? Everything in between. What was the reason? What was the, reason? What was the reason? It's not that deep.
1: Hey guys, what's happening? What's popping? It's good.
0: Yes. If this is your first time tuning in, this is that podcast, everything in between that talks about mental health, sexual health, drug use, and abuse, and everything in in between. between. That's a lot, okay. (laughs) All right. And I am Lala, the best you've never heard, and I am joined by.
1: Yeah, rap, it's your boy, yeah, yo, with the drip.
0: Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. You
1: know this. And
0: okay, all I right. I need to work on my taglines. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and today's topic is actually very cheesy I know, right? What's one of them? Which one are we starting with? Hmm. You're just going to have to find all out. All right. Yep. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Relationships where we have an issue and we get a male and a female perspective in particular. And today's topic is dating someone who is depressed.
1: Or it could just be having I mean, entanglements <laughs> with people who You are
0: just depressed. wanted to say that word. Because, you wanted to because say.
1: a lot of people think they're in relationships when they're not.
0: all right Whatever situation, talk about situationship yeah, exactly. Yeah, Whatever yeah, entanglement yeah. you're in, bring in entanglement with the depressed person. That's the topic. My question is, how do you even know? I mean that you are in a relational entanglement with a depressed person
1: come on you, you know because I think we sometimes the fact that you're in love with someone mm-hmm. kind of blurs your vision to a lot of things mm-hmm. because you're so obsessed with this person mm-hmm. so whatever flaws or whatever wrong they do mm-hmm. you just brush it off because you're so obsessed with this person mm-hmm. so sometimes even if the early signs show you could be this person is toxic, mm-hmm. you're just gonna say, nah fuck it, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go with it, but at a time, because what we don't understand is mm-hmm. toxicity is kind of contagious mm-hmm. i I believe that everyone carries some sort of toxic traits but where this good is bad exactly, so. but with some, mm-hmm. the ratio is a it's bit more on the toxic yeah. you know, so when a person is, is depressed you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're guaranteed you're gonna be having negative vibes most of the time, and with time it gradually becomes you. Mm-hmm. You become that, that depressed person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like I from experience. I remember. Um, I'm just gonna say I've been on both ends of the rec- of oh, on the receiving end. Okay. On
0: um, let's talk about that.
1: So I think I'll start with on the giving in you know Uh, where you were
0: putting off your depression on someone
1: else
0: yes okay was it an entanglement or it was a relationship
1: it was a relationship okay it was a relationship Mm -hmm. and um you know when when i think about it i really feel bad Mm -hmm. because you know sometimes we get with people who are really genuine and nice people Mm -hmm. but we're just fucked up human Mm -hmm. beings you know i was going through a patch and i was looking for an escape Mm -hmm. You feel, when you're depressed, you feel a void, Mm -hmm. you know. And sometimes you feel like, nah, if I get in a relationship, I'm going to just lock all the sport. You know, so um, I was so depressed Mm -hmm. and she was trying to reach out and trying to get help. She knew I was depressed, but she was trying to help me. But the more she was with me, the more I was becoming Do you think she knew it
0: was depression or she just kind of thought there was something up with you and you weren't opening up
1: about it? She knew it was depression. Okay. Because she was a psychologist.
0: Okay. All
1: right. So she knew he had the smart bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but then <laughs> but then but I think what then happened was the more she was trying to reach out the more I was pulling away. And what then happened, it was now frustrating on her part mm. because she was trying her best so to like try she's and
0: knocking and there's no answer. Exactly.
1: And then um it now became a thing whereby she was now depressed Mm, okay so you know when you're depressed right and you know that this person is not in the same level as me but then as time goes on you see good oh shit! Mm -hmm. i really messed up this person because now she's behaving like me because there are things that you do that are uncalled for like i would snap for nothing like because you're frustrated about the stuff that you're going through, mm-hmm. and sometimes the people that are trying to reach out and help you, you feel like, nah, if I do that, I'm going to be weak. Mm-hmm. Not gonna. It, it goes back really to mental health, mm-hmm. and as a guy, mm-hmm. you know, the stigma around mental health, you just feel like, nah, I can't talk about that, you know, and sometimes you don't want to be regarded as a simp, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to be a crybaby.
0: partner? in particular sometimes it's I mean
1: regardless of the fact that it's your partner really Okay. you know because sometimes you think if I say certain things you're going to push the person away you know for me that was the biggest thing because I felt like she's going to think I've got so much baggage and she's just going to mm. go so it's and more of a fear thing exactly okay exactly that was what was happening then mm. then on the receiving hand mm-hmm. I, I felt like that was karma <laughs>
0: Riding, bitch. That <laughs> shit
1: really slapped hard, and I think that was that was, that was a lesson. The the because <laughs> I love I love this honey. I'm not gonna lie, um, she was going through her own stuff. I think uh, for most, you know, mm-hmm. it started with daddy issues. Mm-hmm. So then she had experience of abuses in different forms. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to. Reach in, get in, and try to make her open up. But she was so depressed that it, you know, it really got to my head. To so a point where I would have anxiety. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Like, even panic attacks because of that shit. Because I, I felt, you know, when... When
0: you're around her or even when you're not around her? When you're was around her. Like, my question is, was this not affecting... Were these feelings directly to your relationship or was Just not affecting you as a whole? As a whole. Okay. Because okay. now
1: it's like you feel... You kind of feel like when you try to help someone and mm-hmm. they're not changing or they're not receiving that help, you mm-hmm. start to I feel, feel, feel you're, like you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I had I kind of put then put myself in a hole and I just was depressed. Mm-hmm. And that depression really hit hard harder than the one that I had when I had that other. Why do you think that? Because I I felt like it kind of also exposed mm-hmm. exposed me um and exposed, you know, what I had done in the past mm-hmm. also because I started to realize mm-hmm. that oh shit. What because when know. when I was when I was um depressed and I I feel like I was very toxic, um, I really didn't feel like I was toxic. Mm-hmm. Because when you're toxic you're so defensive. Yeah. And whatever that you're going through, you try to, to blame it also on the other person true you are the reason why i'm behaving like this mm. you know but deep down you, you know, know
0: they ain't got nothing to do with exactly. that person. so i
1: think it really it really depression really takes a toll mm-hmm. on you on your partner mm-hmm. you know and uh this is why i generally feel like if people are to to get in a relationship i won't talk about you know entanglement but a relationship i mm-hmm. just feel like you have to be a person who has really healed from whatever mm-hmm. traumas or whatever that could really Yeah pin you down.
0: I think I think I'm, i mean, we all know I don't date. But <laughs> 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 um, yeah. but like I feel like you can still feel the impact of a depression with whoever you're vibing or even fucking. And I think in a lot of ways insecurities are actually signs or like what kind of builds makes depression Depression. in especially in a relationship because i'm one person who okay i mean i my social circle and i'm around people who are in relationships all the time and stuff like that and i'll give this uh, example of my friend where before this guy came into our life you know know, she was this bubbly she was a sort of outgoing person you know she was She didn't think about much to have to do something. She didn't need to ask, like, for 500 people before she makes a decision. Do you know what I mean? And then when she started dating this guy, you know, she started questioning herself a lot. Things she never used to do. Like, she would be like, even things like, what should I wear? She would be like, okay, I want to wear this. Should I wear it? Should I wear wear that? Should I wear this? And I'm there, like... So, like, it's all these things that now I'm noticing about her. And I'm like, you never used to... We never used to have these discussions Mm -hmm. or... I didn't have to convince you five times that this is a Q-top. Do you know what I mean? And she started having anxiety attacks. And, you know, for a a very long time, she would always blame other factors in her life. Right? Mm. And, because, you know, she would always, she would come. I think that's the thing with depression. Like, you don't even realize that's yeah. what's happening to you. Because she would come and, you know, she'll talk about, he did this, he did that, he complains about this, he does that. And when he does this, he makes me feel like this. He's insecure about this and insecure about that. And everything she was saying, it made him, what made him insecure was actually now her insecurities. You know what I mean? And, like, in her saying all those things, she actually didn't realize that. No, this depression is shifting onto her, yeah. and then she would still defend him. I think that's the worst of part of it all. She would defend him and be like, "No, it's me, it's my issues." And so, I mean, they so both have, so yeah, so. like you all have. You have different issues, but I could actually see, what you know, and so, being someone watching on the outside and someone who's known her before and after the relationship, I then actually ended up realizing, you no, know, that she's. She's dating a depressed person and it's rubbing onto her because she's trying to help him, like what you were saying. Like, you know, she would want to talk to him, talk about his family, talk to other people, counselors, but, you know, she was still, she's still in that depressive.
1: I I think, to be honest, uh, I'm going to speak from a male perspective. Mm -hmm. What I've learned now and observed Mm -hmm. is from experience is. Sometimes as guys, we put the burden of uh, what we should be doing in therapy on the person we're dating. When okay, I get it. You need to talk to your partner, but mm-hmm. there's certain things that your partner can only do so much, but you need to get help mentally. And sometimes we're doing that to people who also need mm-hmm. help with certain things. So mm-hmm. when they're being there for you, you know you're not being there for them because the illusion is we're the only people who are going through things yeah so that's why I think then the depression really then starts to rub off because like you said you know uh, insecurities then build up into the depression you know sometimes those insecurities are there but then this guy now is making you feel like shit Mm -hmm. and then you start to believe okay these are not insecurities Mm -hmm actually am shit you know that's why then you see uh Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of girls that who when they were single they were so confident about themselves but Mm -hmm. then when they're in a relationship two weeks one month later it's gone that whole spark is gone it's just because the next person now makes them feel bad about themselves Mm -hmm. you know and that's just fucked up
0: so like now you're in a relationship with someone who's depressed and you've realized it. My then I think my question is in like how do you then go about it? Because I feel like you, you've got to navigate yourself very carefully.
1: Of course. Uh, because
0: you don't want to step on those very buttons. Yeah. Because that person is just gonna shut you up.
1: Um. It's 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 a really complex you know situation mm-hmm. because we're. People are always at different times in Mm -hmm. life. So sometimes you have progressed so much in life, but then the person that you then get attracted to, they haven't reached to that point in life. They still have to learn certain things. And sometimes it can be then frustrating on your part because Mm -hmm. you feel like, why can't you just get this things, you know? Um, But then the whole aspect of a relationship is based on love. You know, and love is patient. So sometimes <laughs> you have to just be there for your person. No, for real. But yeah. then if there's no progress, really,
0: the patience without
1: you also you also need to understand you have to come first. Yeah. So sometimes when you feel like this thing is actually eating me up, draw back You know, like um, I've had people who hit me up and they've wanted to get to know me better. You know, I mean, it's 2020. Girls are ballsy like that. Mm -hmm. And I I don't even say it's a wrong thing to do. I mean, shoot your shot, you know. And you tell a person, no, they feel bad about themselves. But sometimes it's not about you. I'm working on me so that I can be a healthy person because I know I'm toxic. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think people just rush into relationships Mm -hmm. because... They don't want to be lonely.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you do that without knowing the person, mm-hmm. you end up in those situations whereby you have passed the whole depression phase. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get better as a human being. You get the person who takes you back to ground depression, zero. Yeah. Or even worse, depression. Mm-hmm. Because now it's not just the baggage you are carrying, but you're now carrying his baggage or her baggage too.
0: I think another side of being in a relationship with someone that's depressed, or side that I've seen that a lot of people, because I think, or like obviously, like we're talking, a lot of people look at it as he's affecting me, and whatever. There are some people who have been in prolonged depressive, rela- depressive, what's the word, whatever, relationships that have depression in <laughs> them, um, <laughs> and to a point of having kids and stuff like that. And I think the side that I've seen, or that I can testify to, is how that then spills into your kids. Especially on the female side, um, I wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm gonna stop you there. It's both sides. Really. Yeah,
0: I true, but I'm saying is what I've kind of because I I feel like you've kind of said a lot of on the impact okay. of it on the guys. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I'm all just kind of right, all
1: right, all right, all right. Gender
0: quality. Okay, yes, okay. So like with my mom, I feel like there's a time when she was depressed, mm. right? Like. Her constantly being, you know, hurt by guys and stuff like that. And I think she carried that from her first relationship into her second one, right? And each in each relationship, she had a child, right? Yeah. And I've kind of seen how, though her de- her depression kind of went, passed on unto us, so it's to me and my sister. And, like, there's certain things that even for me, like, when I'm in a situationship with someone or whatever right i even realized that these are traits of my mom that used to make me feel depressed or a certain way insecure by myself and i'm doing this to this person mm. like this guy once said to me so i he's this one person i would open up to about you know my mommy issues and everything else going through with my mom and stuff then this one day he was like to me you know you're manipulate, you're emotionally manipulative like your mom and i stopped and that hit me shit
1: he's
0: actually right you know because and it made me feel so bad because i hated feeling like that every time she would do that to me you know it made me feel so and just the thought and the of me being able to do that to someone else really like fucked me up and i think you know half the time we're carrying depressions that are not even ours yeah and then because you're in a relationship, right, or situation or whatever, and in, in that space you've kind of opened yourself up or something to someone, it's easier for you to kind of just project that mm. shit on someone else. Yeah, it's very trippy. And, and then sometimes, you know, for the longest time of your life, you don't even realize that the depression you have is not even yours. You're actually not insecure about how you look, but because your mom made you insecure about how you looked all your life. Right. You know, it's now a thing. Right. And so, yeah, I think we We don't realize how deep it is and how much of a chain reaction it can be, but I think the most important thing we should try and figure out is when you do realize okay i'm in a depressive I'm in a relationship with someone who's depressed, what do you do
1: exactly I wanted to get there yeah. to okay, how can we go about it because here's the thing I just genuinely believe depression is one thing that we can't really avoid
2: mm-hmm. at
1: some point
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know we in the 365 days that are in the year, mm-hmm. you cannot tell me You've you won't go depressed. through depression. Yeah. But I think it becomes problematic when you're depressed from day one mm-hmm. to day 365. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also exposes how society hasn't really kind of nurtured nature. us the nature of mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like if if mental health was was treated the same way, mm-hmm. how we, when you feel like you have a headache, you mm-hmm. drink water or take painkillers, mm-hmm. we would have less of these problems. Mm-hmm. Not saying we wouldn't have these problems, but, but would be less. less. Sure. Because what then happens is it then becomes a cycle. You're going to leave that relationship because you're trying to keep your sanity, right? You get to the next person, they're also depressed. Or maybe when you get to that next relationship, um you're the one who's now depressed. So it's going to be a cycle. So you never really fully commit to someone. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the whole danger behind the mm-hmm. whole um, mm-hmm. aspect about dating someone with depression. Because mm-hmm. then uh, it then defeats, the, like I said, mm-hmm. purpose of a relationship, mm-hmm. you know. Because we're not saying every day is going to be rosy, every mm-hmm. day is going to be sunny. we are going to have storms, but you have to find a way to weather through the storms, mm-hmm. but then sometimes it's, it's, it's a challenge because sometimes the person you're working with really is not putting any effort.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
1: becomes frustrating.
0: Yeah. I think, for me, I think like once you kind of realize that that's what's the type of relationship you're in, I think communicate. like. Because for me, I feel like the first step to even like, dealing with anything is accepting it. Ooh. So I feel like if you're, if you can, if you're able to communicate or ask questions, they may not necessarily be. They don't always have to be direct. Yeah. And I feel like as a woman, sometimes mm. you've got certain touches that you can touch. <laughs> you've but got the skills. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not oh, all. <laughs> like, okay, this is what I mean. Let me give you an example. What I mean, it's like me saying. Ray, have you noticed that you get upset over silly things? Right? And then, probably your first reaction is like, what are you doing about? Of course. Do you know what I mean? Of defense. course. Then there's, Ray, when this this happens, how does that make you feel? Okay.
2: Now you're trying to be my doctor. Bitch, I'm going to fuck you up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you get what I'm trying like, I, I to say? I, I feel like the first one kind of evokes defense, and I, the second one kind of makes you think about it. Like I get what you're saying yeah.
1: but how most men True. are designed like
0: like i said who wrote negaliahs who taught you all the
1: what moment the moment you say that i'm going to be like who the fuck do you think you are
0: <laughs> that yeah you, you actually get defensive but right? you're go- but it's going to make you think about it more, more like the first one because yeah. with the first one i'm th- kind of letting you know could une problem i think yeah. i think and the second one's more of when this happens does like have you just he and he they have
2: this thing of listening to what you say, and then they argue with you and then they go and make changes. <laughs> You're like, so why were we argue. <laughs> because,
1: because... He's right. I'm right. <laughs> because I'm He's right. can right. You, you, can't, you, you can't be right. I have to be right, you know. Mm. So I think also it's key to understand how you communicate with your partner. Because, like what you said, they are two different Because if you... People evolve. So Mm -hmm. there's some dudes that when you tell them as direct as it can be, Mm -hmm. they'll receive it. They'll be like, okay, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. I messed up. But those are rare dudes. Most dudes will snap at you, but Mm -hmm. the thing is, find a way that is diplomatic to say it. What it does, it, it stays in the head. So it's gonna, you mentioned it today, I might not do something about it, I might not give you an answer. Maybe a week later, you talk about it again. So, slowly, it's going to get to my head to the point where I'm going to say, I need to do something about it. You know, because, like you said, I'll never really know mm-hmm. if you're not uh, saying those things. Because mm-hmm. people are different. Mm-hmm. Some people crave toxicity. True. You've got no true. idea. They well, people, even. Like, this is why you find so that true. people... It's not like, it's not even a thing that you can even help. Them. That's it's how they It's an attachment
2: are. style. Mm. So if you get used to the cycle of being hurt and then, you know, some gratification and then you're hurt again, it, it's a cycle that your parents or whoever, you know, your caregiver, um, expose you to. So when you grow up, it's like, I need this thing, I need this thing. So, you're trying to get them out of that toxic um, relationship, but they needed to survive because that's the only thing that they know.
1: I, I, I dated a girl once, mm-hmm. and I was nice. Not super nice. I was just nice. Mm-hmm. And she, she would... Because I'm, I'm a communicator. Mm-hmm. So, when you start an argument, I want to understand where it's coming, coming from, from and find a solution to it. Mm-hmm. She wants to argue.
2: For the sake of arguing. Because exactly. she's seen her parents argue all her exactly.
1: life. Exactly. So sometimes she would start arguments when I'm wrong, and then I would see I'm wrong, and then I would admit and I apologize. And, and then that's that fucked me, up. That
2: would make What the fuck insane. do you mean you're sorry?
1: Exactly. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, all right. <laughs>
1: you know? But it, it's only later on that she told me, like, nigga, I don't think we're compatible. And it's not even a you thing, it's a me thing. I know so it's she needed shade, someone but who was aggressive. exactly, okay. exactly. She she, she, she told me straight up, she said, like, that's me, her that's her my
2: craving.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, man, I mean,
2: it's so sick to think about it, though. It is, yeah, that you would want somebody to, wow, I guess that's what the, the new NSA ride and die. Right or die? I don't know, guys. You know. I think my At last, least.
0: my last, you know, comment towards this topic is: before you think you're in a um, depressive relationship, is that even the word depressive? That doesn't sound right, but anyway, you get what I mean. Before you. <laughs> no, why are you putting it like <laughs> that? We gave you proper English. Hey, before you conclude, could you no. Know, my partner is depressed. I think try and. Re- figure out if you're on the receiving end, or on the giving end.
2: First. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we need to make it a habit to fall in love with people who like to work on themselves. Thank you. Let's do that. Because being depressed, everybody gets depressed from yes. time to time. It's not like a continuous state of being depressed. But
1: don't make it a permanent location. Don't make it should be like a a, a pit stop
2: that you're passing through because so, you're always willing to work, work on, on yourself, yourself, even when you can't see the way out.
1: Like, I know I can I feel other, better on myself today. Yeah. I can be better today, but I still know the things I need to I think to the other
0: mindfuck for females who end up sticking in that relationship, like what you're saying, wanting mm-hmm. to be in a relationship with someone who betters themselves, why a lot of females then end up being in a relationship or stuck in that depressive, you know, is because we're told, Dream badge.
2: No, but that's like, and then way after. Like, what about when you're still dating?
0: <laughs> that's, that's, it's still, Dre, okay, like, maybe... In growing up, those statements are always thrown at me.
1: It's.
0: It, Kuti ah, You know, um. The concept was they're all the same, they're all gonna fuck up. So pick one and deal with that shit. When you're dealing with one, just deal with it.
1: And people don't understand. People don't also understand how friends and family can Attribute be very. toxic. toxic exactly mm. because maybe the person i'm dating right my mom loves her so mm. much mm. right no,
2: not, but, she but she, working out for you, exactly but she doesn't Mama's know happy. i mm-hmm. cannot
1: sleep mm. because okay. i'm not happy mm-hmm. because we're not even communicating but when we go to the parents house Marana. it smiles how ah, are we good and everything yeah and
2: which is why I, I, you remember you guys uh, when i was saying Women need to stop sexing their way into relationships. Mm, and, and trapping
0: their thousand. way into
2: relationships. It's okay to you not go to be in a relationship. You it's know, okay to not be wanted by the guy that you want. Or not to, let's normalize or that. Or it's okay
0: to not be defined by a guy. Yeah. I yeah. think
1: the biggest issue is, especially in the African uh, culture, is mm-hmm. the idea that, especially for girls, mm-hmm. that You're you are not
0: complete need,
2: until...
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you need a man. I've met so many girls Who was so pressed on just getting a guy? So they would settle for any guy who has showed interest, right? Even if the guy was just trying to smash and go, Mm -hmm. they would then cling Mm -hmm. on.
2: Which is like the problem. Because now the end goal for them is to get.
1: Because they're trying to also get rid of that whole stress. But for them, it's like if I have a dude, at least. My
0: mom is asking you when you are getting married. She's asking me why I'm not in a relationship and why I'm not like I. That's she, where the pressure is coming. She probably, it's want, the same time. She she probably wants
1: grandkids. <laughs>
2: She's always. I just got the she has. really does.
0: Like I feel like we were swapped. She don't know. She don't like, know. She does She don't know. <laughs> Like, she's got this whole, why aren't you in a relationship? Why are you not dating? Why aren't you telling me about your boyfriend? Why, why, why? But you know what, mate?
2: Like, <sighs> I love to see Langa throw this tent from... One day, I'm just seeing Langa
0: with her husband. I and also so see
1: the same thing, to be honest. Glowing, I need new,
0: friends, happy, I need new friend energies. Friend. I need people who stop wishing things. I'm wishing opposite too. Like, I'm praying here yeah, for money and shit, and you're also praying for a relationship I'm, with money. Mom, listen, <laughs> these <laughs> are new life entanglements, guys. Situations are dope, <laughs> but
1: for real, we're like, ending this. I'm, a, I'm with you, Dre. Like, I also see like, you're wiped going out. to
2: Okay, that.
0: listen, this, this segment is done. Like, sorry, guys. No, I'm out. Sorry, bye. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next one. Close your eyes. And open your mind. Tell me, what do you see everything in
2: between?